0: Oh hey, Blair Kaplan Venables here with Bosco Anthony with another episode of B squared Social Jam. Uh, I am I am schwitzing like oh my gosh it is like almost thirty degrees where I am. My hair is on poof town. I don't have air conditioning in my office. Bosco, you're turning into fall. You're wearing plaid like you're actually wearing what we like to call the Pemberton dinner jacket.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I will tell you this: my cup's actually what? matching my shirt. What? Thanks to, thanks to Indigo. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to the B two squared, or is it B squared? Social jam. B squared. Genius. Radical resilience.
0: I, whatever. I know.
1: I know. We're we're even trying to figure out what day of the week it is. Um, look, it's great times. Um, it's fall here. It's it's reminding me of Canada, and I'm actually enjoying having sunshine and 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 coldness. So I'm I'm, I'm in a good space right now.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I'm in a good space because I'm going to go camping this weekend out of cell service. I'm going to go to my paddle board. I do best in nature. You know, later in the show we're going to be talking about kind of what fuels our creativity and like nature's where it's at for me. But before we begin, you know, what I'm noticing here in Canada, the world's slowly reopening.
1: Yes, it is. Cautiously opening. Cautiously,
0: yes. yeah. And you know, over the past few months, while sheltering in place, we've all developed some probably new habits or passions or loves or hates. Is there anything that you've kind of not necessarily uh, rituals, but is there anything you've learned about yourself or that you've adopted that you're going to carry with you into the new era, the post shelter in place or between sheltering in place? Cause we might be doing this again in the fall.
1: Yeah. You know, that's a good question. I, I feel like, I'm a being that thrives on connection, human connection, and I think we all took it for granted. I think we were so disconnected in a digital world prior to the pandemic, Uh, Because a lot of us took those relationships for granted. And I think it's taken this time of introspection for us to really reach out to the people that we've lost touch with. And, and, you know, for many of us, you know, like look at you and I, this podcast came from us connecting and prioritizing a, a digital conversation. And I feel like that ritual of connecting and reaching out to people is so important i think that's the lesson i'm i'm taking with me as we embrace this uncharted waters of potentially recovery restart or a potential for a second or third outbreak um and i feel like you know it it's something that will keep us healthier and and it's good for our soul to have that meaningful connection
0: um yeah and i think that's really important too and you know i'm the i'm an extroverted extrovert ENFJ, whatever it may be. All the personality tests come back the same. And I'm someone who thrives off people and connections as well. But I also like slowing down, staying at home, binge watching Vanderpump Rules. So when, and that's a trashy Bravo show that I love. Maybe if I'm lucky, one of the cast members will hear this.
1: But you're too busy with Madagascar. You've got, you're filming the third version of Madagascar. You're not going to have time for this.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But the long and short of it is, I'm always go, go, go. And I've been like that since I was probably able to drive. Like I filled my time. I woke up and filled my time. I wasn't good at downtime and resting or I worked really, really hard. So then I had my vacation and really rested. But what I've learned is this pace of life, slowing down, not having to rush everywhere, it feels really good. And like I'm coming out of some traumas that happened. You know, my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. I had a concussion. Lots of crazy things happened. And I knew I wanted to reshift the way my life was. And then the world took a pause. So the the universe decided for me. And I think when I move back into, you know, this new era or like whatever's next, I'm really wanna be protective of my time, but also. I don't wanna fill my schedule. I don't wanna have meetings just to have meetings in person. I live in a town half an hour away from a lot of my meetings. People wanna meet with me, they can come to me, we can meet online. And I'm gonna be just more cognizant and aware of my schedule because it feels good to be at a good pace and not rushing around and not having to rush. It's been so good for my mental health. So how can I, I need to make sure I carry that forward and remember this feeling that I can feel calm. You know, I have anxiety. And I take CBD for my anxiety. I have for over a year. I've hardly touched it in the past month.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I suffer from anxiety, especially with crowded places and elevators. And, um, you know, one thing I noticed when I came to Australia was that I didn't feel like I was in the rat race anymore because, you know, something about Vancouver and North Van is that it's just so rat race, ish And I think you being outdoors and in nature, you probably have had time to really prioritize the pause. And I've, I've had that same feeling here as well. So I totally agree with you, Blair, that, um, you know, being selective but meaningfully connecting as well as is, is important moving forward for sure. It's why I've got this amazing backdrop with no kangaroos running around. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's funny. So you were in a restaurant, it looks like.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's isolating vibes today.
0: Oh, that's so funny. Well, you know, something we just touched on briefly in our intro there is about being in nature and rejuvenating, but also the creativity. And, you know, something we wanted to talk about today was kind of our creative zone and like, how do we get in it? What lessons do we have? Everyone has their own process. For me, I do my best work when I'm not thinking about work. I got to come up with an idea. I learn what I can, and then I step away, I go for a bike ride, a hike, watch TV. But being in nature is when I am the most creative. You know, right. I, used to, I used to just hang out at the beach when I lived in Vancouver, and I would take my, um, I'd bring my phone with me, obviously, and if I had an idea, I would dictate it into my phone while I was at the beach, just relaxing. It's when I turn off my brain from my work mode that my most creative stuff land. You know, I know my least creative time is now, end of the right. week. My most creative time is Monday morning or mornings in general. But Monday is my, be- I'm freshest on Monday. Tuesdays are good. And then the, the meetings start to happen. And then by the time you get me on Friday to record this podcast, I'm just- You're a-
1: calling a different podcast.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I don't point. even know where I am anymore.
1: <laughs> so, so it's my Saturday or Friday, Blair, just in case you're wondering what day of the week it is. But yes, creativity is something you embrace at a time that's nurturing for you. And I feel like for me- Creativity is, you know, pausing and and turning off the noise and 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 also activation energy when you feel it the best. And for me, it's either early in the morning before I get on the emails, before I turn my phone on, um, I am my most creative. But I'm I'm also very creative at writing when. I just move away from my phone and I'm not distracted. So I think the environment, the energy and the timing are three critical areas to embrace creativity moving forward. And, you know, I have a lot of writing friends that want to write. The problem is it's not the writing. It's the actual act of getting to the writing, which is clearing up your space, clearing up your distractions and making time for writing and prioritizing it. And those are the critical elements that fuel creativity as well.
0: Yeah. And I think like, it's about setting intentions. Yes. Right. It's 100%. about setting those intentions of what your goals are, being motivated by those intentions because they're ones that you've set and doing what you need to do to you know, work towards them, but also being really clear on how you set them, not just a thought in your head, but are you goal setting? Do you meditate? Do you pray to yeah. whoever you pray to setting those goals and manifesting and talking to the universe has worked for me. It doesn't work for everyone, but I'm very clear. I have a goals journal that no matter what journals, what I use, it's a quarterly planner. I have business goals. I have personal goals, you know, and I'm very honest about my goals. These are my goals and I share them with my network. And if I make them, I celebrate them. And if I don't make them when I want to make them by, I extend them.
1: That's right. Or That's I
0: reshift. Right. And, you know, by having a supportive network behind me, it happens. So for example, I set my goals for my for my Blair Kaplan communications and the I am resilient project that I was starting two podcasts COVID happened. And I just started creating interviews via video. Did I start that to do a podcast? Not at all. That didn't even come into my mind until after we started recording both of these things. And so the universe put it in a, like put me in the path to create these podcasts because I set those intentions.
1: Yeah. And manifesting, you know, this goes back into manifesting where you want to go. You know, we, we are inspired to live life by design. And I, you know, me coming to Australia is my version of living life by design. You living in Pemberton in nature is your life by design. And I think we all have these intentions of where we want to go, but manifesting it is really the key to creating that personal growth. And I feel like sometimes the universe complements your intentions and throws you curveballs or people or collisions. Uh, that create this. I mean, you and I randomly met at a conference this year, um, by design, maybe by the universe intending our paths to meet. And I remember you and I jamming and going, we should jam some more and do a video call on social media after that. And lo and behold, a few months later, we're on Spotify, and we're about to get on iTunes, and we're on Google podcast. And you know, our podcast is growing up, it's got a video intro. I feel like, Sometimes when you manifest the right intentions and if they come from a place of love, um, you know, the universe gives it back to you.
0: And you know what? I, I agree. Also, like as a kid, I wanted to be a radio DJ, but my mom steered me in a different direction and here I am creating podcasts. So take that, Sharon. <laughs> I know you're proud of me.
1: <laughs> Speaking of creative, I, I love the, the tattoo. I just noticed that. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. I'm really liking that, uh, that design. What is it? I can it's see trees. I Oh, it's a lion. It's really it like trees. See.
0: And if you are only listening, you definitely can't, I can't show it. I'll have to send you a picture.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's dope. Thanks.
0: Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Um, You know, tattoos. I like, I am my own person. I don't do anything conventionally. You know, I just had a meeting with a potential client. I did actually, they work, they are a client. I did a project for them, but they want me to do more. And they went to my website and what they loved was that it says, I'm super badass at what I do. They're like, that resonated. I'm like, because that's me. I'm not your conventional person. I surround myself with non-conventional people. Um, you know, we like to have fun. We're creative. We're smart. We make the most of life. I'd say they're probably my tribe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, tribe building is is huge. I I feel like for personal growth, you always need to elevate the tribe, and you always need to have, surround yourself with smarter people in the room so that you can be pushed to do great things. Oh, well, and that's and, why uh, I
0: hang out with you because I'm a smarter person <laughs> yeah.
1: in the room. I, I inspire you to to uh, have a tan, I guess and uh, and have different shades of of, of the tan. Um, look the tribe building is one of the most important things for personal and professional growth. I was a part of an economic think tank group that 's about to publish a white paper on economic sustainability in a pandemic world and i 'm around data scientists and really smart people that are talking about some really important topics like ac- accessible education and Uh, you know, universal income benefits for everybody, and creating a a work life balance. And so you know, there's so many different cool concepts that came from this. But it came from the fact that I needed to elevate the tribe. And you and I have both been around some amazing people in our lives that have helped inspire us to do better things. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know what, you've inspired me to take life with a different lens, which is have an adventurous side. And I love the photos that you're posting on social media about nature because it reminds me to get back out in nature as well.
0: Yeah. There's more to life than just sitting in front of your computer. And I think once you start changing your habits and you change the expectations of your tribe, they know that you're not attached to your computer. For example, I'm going offline, like not in cell service. And I let all my different communities know, Hey, I'll be back online Monday because And like, this probably won't get uploaded till Monday because I'm literally taking off after we record this, (laughs) but because you know, who's the most important person to me right now, me. Bosco. the most important person to you should be you because you can't Mm -hmm. pour from an empty cup. How could you be there for the people in your life? And I used to always put everyone before me, clients and friends and family, but actually almost my husband almost dying really taught me, my husband almost dying basically gave me a rebirth. I'm in yeah. a whole new stage of life. I in. A, I have a whole different mindset. You know, I do have a really great tribe around me. I have different tribes. My, I am resilient community, my PR followers, my clients, my friends. I have such a support network. So I have lots of tribes and it's really cool. Like when everyone comes together in past years, you know, in Pemberton, when I've had a birthday party, like we all go for dinner. It's interesting because it's like little pockets of friends, like this person from a business networking group and this person from a, who was one of my clients employees. And these two people I met at yoga and everyone comes together. And one of my friends like Blair, you're just like, you have the coolest friends. And you just bring everyone together. And like, that's, I just love awesome people. Like if you're a nice person and you're fun and like positive, I want to be in your life and I want you to be in my life, but I also Absolutely. learn from everyone and I love to inspire and lead. So I love when I, you know, I can help elevate people and I love when I learn from other people who help elevate me
1: absolutely and and you know empowering your tribe is one of the most beautiful things you see but also seeing people come together is is the best part i've got a question for you um what do you think that some of the biggest elements for people with different age groups and age sets coming together and collaborating? I mean, you know, you and I have both been in scenarios where we've been challenged or we've worked with clients where we're like, okay, we didn't see that coming, but how do you bring people uh, together? You know, in your thought space, what do you feel is the most important thing? Yeah.
0: I think the most important thing is always ask questions, figure out what pre-qualifying questions are. Um, You know, you might meet someone who's my age, who's 35. Well, I'll be 35. And they know nothing about social media. And you might meet someone who's 70 who has a million followers on TikTok. You don't actually know. So I think depending on the situation, ask questions and get to know each other first. Understand where you could support each other. You know, if, if someone needs some extra support to learn something, take that time to educate them on processes or whatever you're talking about before you dive in. So everyone's on the same page. And, you know, not everyone will admit if they don't know stuff. But I say, go into every conversation as if no one knows anything. And yep. if people know it, they'll stop you and tell you, and you don't, you know, want to put anyone on the spot. But I think working with different generations, like even my husband's a different generation. He's nine years older than me. Like when I met him, I taught him how to forward an email.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Brilliant because you know That's what awesome. he's taught me? He's taught me how to chill out.
1: Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's
0: taught me to be a better, like a better, I, I'm cleaner. Like I can clean better. And he's just taught, he's taught me lots of stuff that I was not good at, but, um, he's a different generation. Like in school, they learned on a typewriter, right?
1: Yeah, And so
0: I think you just need to know that everyone, even if they're in the same generation of you as you, not everyone knows everything.
1: Yeah. The thing that's working for us right now is we're, we're really prioritizing vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So we started our meetings with what is our intention and what is our fears? Because sometimes we feel that, Fears are what drives people to conflict and more importantly, challenge each other. Mm -hmm. So by understanding the fears, it helps us to navigate with respect those channels of where is this coming from. Um, And it also allows us to reduce the, the, the argument and the back and forthness because now we're like, okay, we understand where this point of view is coming from. It's based on a fear. So I feel like moving forward part of leadership and business really needs to focus on embracing that vulnerability and compassion and empathy for each other, because that allows us to design our conversations a bit differently.
0: Actually, and it's, you brought up a good point. So I have one client that before we start any call, we do what's present and we talk about what's on our mind. Maybe I'm coming to a meeting, but I just had a bad day or I just won the lottery. (laughs) I wouldn't be at the meeting if I won the lottery but like, you know, we talk about what's present and it might have nothing to do with the conversation, but we all get it off our chest and we be there for one another before we dive into what we're doing. And that has nothing to do with intergenerational. What that has to do with is humanity and people. And it's funny because I always check in with my clients at the beginning of any call, even if it's a five minute call, like, how are you doing? And one of my clients is a coach who put out a journal. And I asked her that today and she said, you'd make a great coach. You always ask the right questions, your demeanor, your positioning. I'm like, funny, I actually don't promote this, but I'm starting to promote it, that I do mentor and coach social media marketers and entrepreneurs to build businesses. And it's an arm of my business I'm growing. But, you know, everyone needs to be checked in with. My radical resilience series I did with the I Am Resilient Project I was checking in with people and I met, I, I talked to a couple different types of therapists and one of my last interviewees, Megan Raffuse, she was like, I asked her, like, so how are you doing? So she owns, co-owns the shift collab, which is like therapists. It's a big, um, big business in Ontario and she has a bunch of therapists that work for her and they're frontline workers or they're, they're essential service. They're not frontline workers. Essential service, yeah. So they're burning out right now because there's a need for them. So who's there for them? So when I asked Megan, like, "How are you doing?" she said, "You know what? No one's checked in with me. Like, thank you. We we all need to be there for one another." Absolutely. You know, sometimes it involves educating.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's I I like that story because even today when we got on the call, the first question you asked me is, "How are you doing?" (laughs) And I was up last night late, you know, uh, sending you messages because I was all excited about some of the podcasts. But I, I, you know, I, I appreciate you checking in because. Sometimes we forget, you know, to, to have those check-ins ourselves as well. Now, this all falls into wellness and being healthy. So I want to finish this podcast with one big question. And we've talked about some of the healthy things we're doing during ISO Vibes. So what is the one healthy thing? And I have an idea what this is for you, but I'm just going to ask you anyways. What is the most healthiest thing you're doing right now for ISO Vibes to help your soul right now?
0: Yeah. So before this, like I'm someone who's physically active, but I was going to the gym every morning. But my gym closed. So right. I started going on hikes because the snow melted. Every morning I'm hiking from for 60 to 90 minutes or I'm on the lake stand-up paddleboarding for 60 minutes, 30 yeah. to 60 minutes. I start my day in nature. So this morning I didn't because I'm trying to get out of the office a bit earlier today to go paddleboarding in yeah. the woods. But I I have made sure that moving my body in nature is a priority, whether it's raining or sunny or super hot or lots of bugs. And it's something I... Like I refound, like I know I love it, but that's part of my slowing down. It's my priority before I start my work day. It's not get up, check your email and do a bunch of work. It's get up, move your body, come home, have a bath, listen to a podcast or some music, maybe post to Instagram all the pictures you just took, chill out, then start your day. Yeah. And it's a brilliant way.
1: My response is I am, I am the notebook. I am, I'm loving the walks on the beaches and working on my tan. So I've been uh, been happy to be close to a beach. I've been going around and sending people beach videos, which some people love and some people like, I hate you, Bosco, because I'm in a landlocked country. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's been really good for my soul. Just being in Tanzania, being born close to the beach in Tanzania, this reminds me of home. And I think home for me is not a place. It's a state and a mindset and it's a feeling. So getting on the beach has really aligned myself and I feel really great about it. So that that's my healthy activity for, for the day. And with that, you should go paddleboarding boarding now.
0: Yeah. And it's funny you said that one last thing. You know how being near the beach makes you feel like home and yeah. comfortable? Being in the woods, that's how I feel being around mosquitoes. Because yeah. I am from Winnipeg and the national bird is a mosquito. So <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with my, my home birds, my homies. <laughs> Hopefully there's not many. But um Awesome no, episode! Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of B Squared Social Jam.
1: We're on Spotify. Uh, we'll on Spotify. share the link as well.
0: Yeah, we'll drop some links in below um, the video. If you're listening to this, that means you found us. <laughs> um, leave us a review. We we want to know how we're doing. This is new for me. This is my first like official podcast. Um, you know, eventually we're gonna have like a music intro, maybe. Maybe we'll have some every, weekend. every,
1: every week we have some new stuff, which has been cool. We've had, I'm really cool. happy about the intro that we've got going on. We've got a logo. We're now on, on podcasts. And I feel like, you know, we, we came at this with, with an intention of love and the love is definitely turning into some really cool things. So like what I'm, you guys I'm need really to understand out
0: there is like Bosco and I literally were like, Hey, let's just get together and jam. And then I'm like, should we record this? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Should we? I'm like, okay, let's record this.
1: And now our dads started. are and our dads are both watching this too, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. And the cool thing about this is, I've known you for so many years, and this is the first year we actually prioritized communication. Which is and we're cool. getting
0: to know each other, Big B, Little B. Like I'm five one. Right. You're, how tall are you?
1: Too tall, six four.
0: Wait, wait till you we get together in person, <laughs> and it's going to be great. We'll get, I'll, we'll get matching outfits. It'll be hilarious. Yeah,
1: plaid shirts, plaid shirts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got lots of those Pemberton dinner jackets. So
1: cool, cool. Thanks for
0: tuning in. Chat later. Peace. Chat
1: later, guys. Take care.